minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't find it Ministry minded, we were blinded Looking for peace without Jesus, we can't What up, what up, what up, what up How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance I hope you love it, I hope it blesses you More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God Enjoy What up, y'all? It's your man, Anthony, and I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. Uh, Today is episode three of the series, Life Functioning Skills. Today's episode uh, is titled, Attitude Affects Altitude. That's Attitude Affects Altitude. Now, I can't take credit for that phrase. I heard it from Pastor Dimitri Bradley, but I thought it would apply to my life functioning skill series. So again, I don't want to take credit for that. I heard it and spoke to me. Now this will this will bless everybody who opens their heart to it. But I mean it could make some it could make some of y'all mad, you know, and that's not the intent. The intent is to spread love. So <clears throat> here we go. So Matthew 7 12 says Excuse me. Matthew 7, 12 says, do unto others whatever you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophet, the prophets, excuse me. Again, as do unto others what you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. So basically what that is saying if you don't want people to treat you like like doo-doo, don't treat people like doo-doo. So, I want to say how that goes with attitude. You don't have to have a bad attitude just because things aren't going the way that you think they should go. You don't have to, you know, <clears throat> don't have to treat people the way that we feel. I'm saying it again. We don't have to treat people the way that we feel. What is that saying? I might be having a, you know, a, a day where things ain't going right. I'm not going to call it a bad day because I'm not speaking that. Which, that's a different episode. But, so I might have a day where things aren't going my way. Just because I feel a certain way about that, don't mean I need to treat other people in kind. I don't need to be a butthead to people just because I... I'm not in the best of spots. That's not that's not fair to other people. Especially if they did nothing to me. If they're just minding their business, then and you know they're doing everything they're supposed to be doing, having a good day. How's it right for me to come in and then just be a butthead? That's not that's not fair to other people. So just because we feeling a certain way don't mean that we have to interject that onto other people and I mean I'm not saying that I I don't do it and I, I'm not saying that it's something I haven't done it's something that I try not to do my wife and I had a conversation not too long ago about how oftentimes our spouses or our children 
catch the brunt of our our day so other people rub off on us and we bring that home and that's not fair to our families because what what did they do so me coming home because I had a bad day at work correction I had I had a day at work that didn't go the way I thought it should and talking to my wife and to my kids a certain way and being just like in a uh, just a crappy mood that ain't their fault especially you know they they've done nothing to me so that's what that means we don't have to we don't have to treat people the way that we feel and if we don't want to feel a certain way <clears throat> this isn't a popular um, thing to say because people don't like hearing this but if we don't feel a certain way all we that's up to us We should not let situations dictate how we feel. That is that is not our I mean that's that's not right to everybody else. If we want to feel a certain way or we want to be in a certain thought process, that's up to us to be in a certain process. You know, if if I have a bunch of bills come through it at one time and it makes my money funny and you know that I understand the concept of being in a bad mood but that bad mood is not going to shift the fact that these bills came and that makes my money funny so again this is hard because <clears throat> it's real easy because nat- nat- natural instincts kick in when things go wrong and we automatically feel according to what our situation is. If things are going right, we tend to feel happy. If things aren't going the way we think, we tend to not be happy. And that's a natural thing and I get that, but you know, biblically biblically speaking, we're not supposed to go off of our feelings. We're supposed to go off of our spirit and we're supposed to focus on God. So if we don't want to feel a certain way, God gave us authority in this planet. So we've got to speak that authority. Again, different different episode. I just wanted to throw that out there. <clears throat> and I also want to point out that I didn't say this on the front. That the verse that I read to you is the golden rule. Now, everybody knows the golden rule. Every, you know, it's preached a lot. Even to people who don't believe in God, preach the golden rule, which should point out how extremely powerful it is that people that don't believe in God are preaching the golden rule. That's how powerful that statement is. That's how powerful, you know, the concept that God put behind that is that people who don't even believe what where it came from, but they believe that. And I hate to say this, but there are some people who don't believe that are better at that than some of us who do believe. Some of us who do believe can learn a thing or two from people who don't believe on that. And I, I mean, I know of people who are non-believers that are better at the golden rule than some of us Christians. And that's terrible. That should not be the case. So... <clears throat> We need to be the example. We need to be better Christians. We need to be better about showing that. We need to be better about living that. That we need to 
treat others how we want to be treated. <clears throat> we need to be better about how how we treat one another just in general, whether they're Christian or non-Christian. And that goes with that kind of goes with what I'm saying about there are some people who don't believe that utilize this rule <clears throat> better than some they do. Excuse me. Because let's be honest, nobody wants to be around negative people. Hanging around negative people sucks. And you could be in a fantastic mood and get around a bunch of negative people and they'll suck all of that right out of you. So, I mean, let's think about that from a perspective of, do I want to be the the killjoy, quote unquote, in, in the midst of everybody? That everybody's happy, everybody's good, everybody's, you know, being positive. And then I come in and I suck all the, the positive energy out of the spot. And now everybody's like, it doesn't change everybody's mood. And we know, we all know people who do that. <clears throat> we all know people who, it don't matter what's going on. They'll find the negative in, in everything going on. And I mean, nobody likes being around that. So... Let's do our best to make sure that we are not that. And if you are the negative person, in which case you, you, you're the one bringing everyone down to where you are. <clears throat> now, what I mean by that is when I say nobody wants to be around a negative person, <clears throat> unless, of course, you're that negative person, then we know misery loves company, so... The negative person, because they feel negative about everything, is trying to bring everybody down to where they're at. And, you know, the one thing about that is it doesn't achieve anything. Being that negative person and bringing everybody down to your level achieves nothing. It just makes for more upset people. And again, nobody wants to be around a bunch of upset people. I, for the life of me, don't understand why, why you want to bring people down. Even prior to my days of being a believer, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, and being in the church, I, I, I mean, I was raised in the church. So let me say being in my days of following, even when I was living straight up worldliness, I never wanted to just bring people down. I mean, that's that is just wrong. It is so selfish and it's just wrong to just come into a situation and bring everything to a just everybody's chilling and everything is good and then you be that person that comes in and just sucks all that out and then now everybody's like man I don't even want to be here so I don't get that and if, if I say this if you are the person that is the one that, that likes bringing people to your level and you get offended by this I'm going to say oh well and I don't mean that to be a punk. I mean, another thing that the world says that's kind of that that comes from godly principle. The truth hurts. Don't be that person. I mean, we've all slipped. We've all had our days where we were just in a bad funk. And I like to think that we pulled ourselves out of that. You know, and if you do, if you fail at this and you are that person and you're not usually that person, there's this powerful thing called apology, apologizing. It's a wonderful thing. 
So, you know, I, you know what? I messed up, man. I was so foul yesterday. I was bringing everybody down or I was so foul just a few minutes ago or whatever the case may be, man. I was in a, I don't know why I did that. I apologize y'all. That's not who I am. That's not who I want to be. So let's not be the person that brings everybody down to where they're at. Another thing on this topic is legacy. We look at our children and get upset about their attitudes but where did they get them from? Think about that. Where did their attitudes come from? If your answer isn't us, then you are in denial. <clears throat> Excuse me. Let's say it like this. A kid that is racist doesn't just become racist. They learn racism in their household. A kid who's sexist isn't just sexist. They learn sexist in their household. A kid who is extremely negative all the time doesn't just become extremely negative. They learn extremely negative. Depression. You don't just become depressed. It's a product of your environment. So... What legacy do we want to show our kids and our grandkids? Do we want to show our kids joy, peace, prosperity? Or do we want to show them anger and depression and and just crap? I don't believe that we take this serious as we should in and out of the church. Legacy is a huge, huge thing. And we got to be mindful of what we're saying and doing in front of our kids, what we're teaching them. Because oftentimes our kids get on our nerves because we see ourselves. So we got to be mindful about what we're teaching. And instead of teaching, instead of combating negative with negative, we've got to show them the way. Even when it hurts, even when it's hard, even when you don't want to, we've got to show the way. And I'm, I'm preaching to myself, y'all, just as much as I'm preaching to all listening. <clears throat> we've got to be that light. We've got to show them that there is a better way to handle things. There's a better way to be. There's a better way to do things. We can't keep going back to what we were and how we handled things, how, what we used to do. Because those of us who were parents... God has made us the ambassadors of our home. Nobody's going to teach our, our families the, the ways of the world, the word, excuse me, if we don't, if we don't show them God, Christ, they're not going to see it. So we've got to have a better legacy. <clears throat> we shoulder the blame for what happens in our lives as well. Sin. We, we shoulder that. We can't blame other people. We, we we shoulder that blame. That's goes this goes with the legacy. I know this was talked about in, in the past episode about how sin is our choice. And how, you know, sin is, is about beliefs, wrong beliefs. But we got to be real about that. 
if we're going to talk about our legacy with our children and how we need to leave a legacy that isn't sin, we've got to see that we shoulder the blame for that. There is God. There is the enemy. Neither of them make us do anything. The choices we make are because we make these choices. So we can't blame God or the devil for things that ain't going right in our lives. That's not to say that the enemy isn't trying to throw us a loop. I mean, that does happen. But how we respond, again, is a choice. And it can dig deeper into that rabbit hole. I mean, the concept of this choice goes all the way back to the to the choice made in the garden. <clears throat> Contrary to popular belief, Adam can't take all the blame on himself for the what happened in the in the garden, just as Eve can. Here's the thing, because it's, it's become popular that I've heard that people are, are jumping on Adam because he. Uh, He didn't stop Eve from taking a bite of the apple. But we got to keep this thought in mind. Eve knew about the apple or not the apple. I hate saying that. Eve knew about the tree that she wasn't supposed to eat of. The tree of life or the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Otherwise, Satan wouldn't have said to her, did God really say you would die if you ate of it? That means she had to know. So Eve made a conscious choice. Now, God didn't directly say it to her, but God spoke to Adam and Adam told her, oh, wait, we can't eat from that tree. So Eve had to know it. Otherwise, Satan wouldn't have said, did God really say? So we can't we can't let her off the hook like she had no knowledge of. She had knowledge of. She wasn't supposed to eat from the tree and and, uh, on secondhand, like Adam Adam's fault was that he didn't speak because he knew God told him that she shouldn't do it. Adam sat there and watched her do it. He should have opened his mouth. I kind of my my this is my thinking on this and I'm not trying to put this on Adam, but I kind of see Adam having this thought process of she ain't supposed to eat that. But if I say something, I'm going to have to hear it. Ah, oh, she'll be all right. Think about that. I mean, that's that's a trait that we men still carry to this day. To this day. That when it comes to our spouses, there are things where, where we're like, they ain't supposed to do that. But, man, I really don't want to. I don't want to get into that right now. I don't want to. I don't want to turn that into an argument. So, now nah, I'm going to just let that be. I'm going to just let that be. I ain't going to say nothing about that. Legacy. This is from thousands of years ago. It's a legacy that we still have in our marriages. So I want to point out that that choice. Um, And also want to point out that, you know, this is why it's a, excuse me. It is a trap as we people fall into, we fall into two traps. Way too much, way too little. What do I mean by that as as opposed to what I'm talking about? We either go all 
one way or we you know so we have people who are all about the concept of treating people right and they're all in and sometimes to a to an overbearing amount or the opposite of that is very little I want you to marinate on that and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm clean that up I say we have two traps we, we say too much or we say too little that's what I mean to say because I know that was a minute of what 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 that was weird this and this isn't just men this is men and women we say too much or we say too little Adam told Eve that she couldn't have the you know she wasn't supposed to eat from that tree when Satan came and was influencing her he said too little he sat there and was like well I mean I don't know uh, I think she'll be alright she bit of it and she didn't drop dead and so my thought is Adam was like well please uh, I mean she didn't die so I guess we're good and when she handed him the, she handed him the fruit he was like oh well pfft, she didn't die so I'm gonna go on and eat it and all of this is because he said too little however there is the other side of that where too much is said there are times where we are trying so hard to guide people and help people that we can overdo it and we can say too much and we can just make a situation really tore up because we're just doing too much and both of these both of these traps are prideful and generally speaking when you have these two traps of saying too much and too little they're not in the context of love. So to go back to treat others how you want to be treated. I, I, I guess one of, the, one of the ways I could say people say too much. And this is from my own personal experience. When my dad died. There came a point where I didn't want to hear it anymore. People were trying to be nice. But I had heard the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And there came a point where I didn't want to hear it. That was a conversation of too much. There are also times where we as people, especially us who are in ministry, in a capacitor, in a, in a, in a counselor slash pastoral slash, you know, role where we get into saying too much when people come to us there are times where we need to listen to what people say we don't need to just go running off at the mouth and just keep speaking 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 there's a time where we need to shut up and let the people that we're helping let them talk because as a counselor we're supposed to guide you to the answers we're not supposed to tell you the answers because well, let's be real. 
that's not going to help you if you don't figure it out. And so, I mean, and sometimes people, people won't, they won't receive something unless they figure it out on their own. So we got to be mindful of these two traps. And I mean, I'm speaking mainly to Christians when I say that we have these two traps of saying too much and saying too little. Another way that is, when we're talking about people who are non-believers, if we're walking up to people and we know they're not a non-believer and we say, man, you know, you need to read this Bible. You need to get this word in because if you don't, you're going to go to hell. That's saying too much. They don't want to hear that. They don't need to hear that. They're not they're, I mean, I don't believe that they're ignorant to that fact. They've been people have been hearing that for years. So we don't need to walk up to people and tell them what they need to do. You need to be in church right now or you're going to go to hell. No, that's not going to work. There's a difference between telling people what they need to do and helping people. Now, if I'm saying, hey, man, I think if you go to church, I believe, let me change that. I believe you go to church, that's going to change your life. That's different than saying, man, you need to go to church in order to change your life. You need Jesus. We know that. We know they need Jesus. But telling them that like that, that's saying too much. That's a time when we need to sit back and just show love. And when we show love, people open up their hearts. I have a I have a, a buddy of mine who I'm going to bring on this podcast here in the next, I don't know, here in the next month. And it's kind of the, the, the story in which I might, I might have him tell it from his perspective. <clears throat> But he comes to my Bible study and has been coming for five years now. Being someone that was church hurt and didn't want anything to do with the church because of what happened. And the only reason he's coming isn't because I kept trying to thump him over the head and being like, dude, you got to go to church. Dude, you got to come to my Bible study. Dude, do, do, do. Mainly what we did is we worked out together. We hung out and we talked and he saw in me, the God in me because of how I responded to him. And from that, he decided that it was something he needed to do. And like I said, he's been coming for five years. So there's a time where we just need to not overdo it. We just need to let it happen. So in closing, this is what I mean by attitude affects altitude and this is just when it comes to people there's another part that I haven't even gone into yet and that's going to be in the next episode and the next episode is going to be how attitude affects altitude in our lives slash career slash prosperity so you might want to listen to that because that's going to be good too so y'all need to come back for the next episode thank you thank you thank you for listening i love you god bless